Hi, welcome to Too Close to the Sun Art Obsessions from Mercury 20 Gallery in Oakland's Art District. I'm your host, Elizabeth Schur, and this episode will explore how art enhances community and vice versa. It features a conversation with three gallery member artists with special guest Jean-Marie Durant from Oakland's Art Murmur. The first voice you hear will be moderator Tara Esperanza, a member of the gallery. When I moved to California several years ago, I opened a small business, although that business was born out of creativity. It did not really permit me time to pursue my art career simultaneously for quite some time. When I decided that I was ready to start showing and selling my work in California, I knew I needed to get involved and become familiar with the local art community. I started going to art openings. I made studio visits with artists. I attended artist talks. One important artist talk happened to be at Mercury 20 Gallery. Fast forward a couple of years and I became an artist member of Mercury 20 Gallery. I would love to discuss and share in the hopes that we can inspire others to find their community and get more involved in their local art scene to enrich their lives and art practice. I joined Mercury 20 in early 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic, that the pandemic has impacted many artists in significant ways. So this topic continues to be important and let's get started. My name is Jean Marie Durant. I'm currently the executive director of Oakland Art Murmur. I've been with the organization for about six years. Since we were founded in 2006, our mission has been to amplify the voices of Oakland's artists and arts workers and to connect the public to the incredible art of Oakland through our website and social media platforms. And we create programming such as art walks and speakers panels. Artists in Oakland and the East Bay are really leaders in the visual arts, and really all of the arts, not just visual arts. Folks here create out of a place of ingenuity and experimentation and inspiration. And I think the influences in the Bay Area are so broad and rich. There's the adjacency to tech culture, social justice and activism, cultural diversity, the natural world and built environments. You can't help but create. And I think that's very special. So the street art in Oakland, how abundant it is. It's almost like a timeline of history. Some stay and others change when something happens in the world. It's immediately visible just by driving or walking down our streets. You don't even have to read the newspaper. You can know something's happened through the art that's such a vital part of our community. I'm Raymond L. Haywood. I'm a new member at Mercury 20. Started in February of 2021. If we as diverse people have accessibility and are present, then it tacitly invites those of other communities to come into the community. And mm -hmm. Mercury 20 is a really great place to kind of explore a lot of different voices, genders, ages. Jill, uh, your artwork is often a literal reflection of your neighborhood and the greater Oakland community. Why do you choose this as your focus? 
My name is Jill McLennan. I've been a member of Mercury 20 Gallery since 2007, and I've been living in my neighborhood in Jingletown, Oakland, since 2003. And I've responded to my neighborhood and my surroundings in Oakland in my artwork, watching the city change. I began with an attraction to the kind of wastelands and abandoned spaces in Oakland, the graffiti, and then it started turning into construction sites and that drew my interest. And now that there's all these new polished buildings, that's not really an interest of mine. So I look more towards the effects of the development, which is the number of houseless people and homeless encampments that I've noticed around the city. The community really nurtures the public art and the natural areas of the city, keep it a beautiful, diverse culture that we live in. In Jingletown, we've done a number of community projects. The largest one was the Peterson Street Art Mural and Garden Project, which we started in 2012 in partnership with the Friends of Sasol Creek, a meandering path that goes along a city block with native plant garden. That, and we work on the garden three times a year at least. And then we also have a wall, 2,000 square feet of murals, about 16 community artists, as well as a mural that the whole community worked on and another one which I worked on with high school students. There's also a community chalk wall where people can openly express themselves and it's constantly cleaned off and renewed with new expressions. You teach art to children? Yes, yeah, I'm a teaching artist. I've taught in over 30 Oakland schools, also in San Francisco at the DeYoung Museum. And I'm very inspired by my students' work and their voices and just their ability to question and be curious about the world around them. I love to have conversations with them about art and about making things and observation. Recently, I was talking to my students, I think they were kindergarten students, about shells and how to draw a shell different kinds of lines and they were feeling the shells and observing them and they really wanted to know about why the shell makes a sound when you hold it up to their ear and I brought a large conch shell and they passed it around and they were thinking about the spirals in the shell and how the shell had spent time in the ocean and maybe the shell had remembered the sound of the ocean and brought it back to share with them through their ears. It was just really interesting to hear their different perspectives and gives me different perspectives and ways of looking at the world through their eyes. And I really try to give kids a chance every day is a new chance to express themselves and to find their own voice through art. Raymond, you are also a teacher. I found that students will come to classes expecting me to have all the answers. And I challenge them to think about solutions for themselves within the creative processes and the materiality. I'm someone that doesn't feel that I can teach art so much as kind of inspire and share through the happy accidents that occur, even though I have credentials. Most of my growth has happened in community with other artists that inspire me. Specifically of late Kathleen King and Christine Muris and the direction of their work and the accessibility you have in community. Um, I try to inspire that in my students, whether I'm teaching construction 
or any creative endeavor, I think there's a lot of fear about how people will appear when they make art because there's so many negative stereotypes of artists and creativity and the lack of a fiduciary foundation. Whether they're older people or, or young people, the vitalness or the value of the creative process is the sharing of their unique voice. And just because I've been doing it in a certain venue doesn't make me an expert. I hope it makes me an advocate of that opportunity. The beauty of community and engaging an arts community or being in concert with people that have a passion for creating is that I don't have to explain why I paint. So I was fortunate to go to Berkeley Tuolumne Camp. And I decided after a few days to set up an easel. And as soon as I did that, it was amazing, the interaction and the engagement. And then I started hosting informal painting sessions and mm-hmm. te- people were asking me to, to teach. And I'm like, why can't we just play with the materials mm-hmm. I have? How do I inspire the artists or the young creators to talk to me, to make mm-hmm. myself accessible? That's what I'm constantly thinking about. Because that's the only way we can pay it ahead and, and kind of get people to, to make art, right? Right. I do have a formal education in fine art and I do have a degree, but not everybody does. And it's and it doesn't equal success. You know, you can come from every place, background, have access to very much or very little, and you can still find a way to create. There is no one way and... There's no guidebook for being an artist. I really love the conversation that you're having about building community through the connection. And I think that Oakland has beautiful, and Mercury 20, I think, is a great example of this. Artists with an established practice, your willingness to share your knowledge and your experience with emerging artists is so critical to continuing the creativity and moving the creativity forward and continuing that sense of Oakland as a a creative hub gets really critical. And, And emerging artists have so much to gain from your experience, even talking about your experiences as an artist, not even um, your art practice, but you as an individual, it can really help. The first Fridays are a really great way to generate community aspects that might not necessarily encounter in fine art, right? So that we have a diverse community in Oakland that's supportive of the arts in all the forms. And then we have a standing time when people can come and talk to artists and see artwork. Mercury 20 has been an important part of my life for over 15 years, and I really thrive being part of an artist community, having a group of artists supporting each other, helping to promote each other's work. It also gives me the drive to produce a new body of work every year to exhibit, showing work in a quality setting, and also just having the doors open for hundreds of people to come through every first Friday and just being able to talk about our art and also listen in on what other people think about the art or what their responses are. And it's just really a great place to be part of the community. Mercury 20 has been 15 years now, going on 16 years Mm -hmm. as an artist-run gallery. So that's a pretty great achievement. I think people are unaware of the creative energy it takes to be in a collective. And I think if people can reach out to the artists and talk to them directly and try and build 
dialogue, or whether it's work you see that inspires or you want to collect or work that you don't like. I, I think for myself, when I encounter work that's problematic or challenging for me, I tend to lean in because I know there are areas that I'm going to learn. And the discomfort is the gift of that transformation of possibly talking to an artist or talking to one of our gallery members or sharing a different perspective on someone's work. And I think that's the biggest gift of being in a collective that's focused on professional presentation and representation of all the, the diversity of Oakland. I love that you mentioned that you lean into the discomfort. I think that's an invitation to audiences to come out and see work that is sometimes challenging. Oakland artists have always been the voices of their communities. Artists synthesize what's happening around them and present it back to us to help us see the world in new ways. And sometimes that's uncomfortable. Art brings people together, but it can bring people together to celebrate or protest or grieve. That's the beauty of the art in Oakland. It is so diverse. And you can, in one afternoon or one evening, you can see art that you absolutely love. You can see art that you're ambivalent about. You can see art that makes you uncomfortable. And all of that is good. Beautifully said. Thank you. I think the unique energy of Oakland is that there's so much variety. And if you just get, if you just went to a different, just different district, I was fortunate enough to live in the San Antonio. I lived in the Laurel. I've lived in the Piedmont. Every district is like this gem or savory sweet that you can find something that excites you and that you didn't know you liked. And I think the arts district is kind of the core of that, but you, you really have to explore Oakland. Mercury 20 to be, in existence for 15 years is a huge testament to those artists that put their blood, sweat, and tears into maintaining something that is very challenging and very rewarding and, and healing as well. I make art to heal and I share art to open discussion and I sell art in the attempt to sustain my practice. And, and that is a huge energetic thing, even bigger than teaching for me. And um, I also learn an incredible amount from art all the time. It's just vital. We've really become dependent as a culture on the computer and social media. And I feel like it's so important to get back out there in person and to go to art openings and open studios and to have conversations with artists and talk about art and what's happening in our community. Face-to-face -face is so essential to our development as a culture. When I first made the conscientious effort to reach out to artists one-on-one -on -one for studio visits, I was very nervous about being received. And I have to say, not one person said no to me. Every single artist I reached out to was very warm and excited and welcoming. And I think that that's another awesome aspect about the artists in our community is how everyone really does support one another. Every artist wants each other to be successful, find their voice and do their thing. Actually, I think this is a great time to ask 
you, Jean Marie, how you think our listeners could get more involved in their community, either as artists or art enthusiasts. Art appreciators and art collectors and enthusiasts. I would say support artists. Of course, Purchasing art is the ultimate expression of your appreciation for an artist and their work. But I think there are other ways. And even finding artists whose work moves you, attending their exhibitions, following them on social media, and spreading the word about artists you love, art spaces that you love. Bring your friends with you to the next time you go visit an art space or a gallery. Talk with an artist. And that really just, again, helps this idea of building community and volunteering. I mean, Oakland Art Murmur is a nonprofit and we run on the support of volunteers. So uh, we're always looking for skilled folks that have backgrounds and skills that they would like to share with us. Shameless plug, volunteers can connect with us through our website and our support us page. Folks have to get out and see each other's shows and go to spaces you've never been before. Oakland Art Murmur is just so grateful to you as artists and to Mercury 20 and the other arts venues in Oakland. We really work together to sustain the visual culture and contribute to creating and, and holding space for that visual culture in Oakland. Thanks to moderator Tara Esperanza, Raymond L. Haywood, Jill McLennan, and Jane Marie Durant for sharing your ideas, insights, and experiences about how art enhances community and community enhances art. See their work and links to their websites at mercury20.com and oaklandartmurmur.org. Our podcasts are available anywhere you get your podcasts and are also linked from mercury20.com. Please visit the website and follow us on Facebook and Instagram for past and future episodes and exhibitions. I'm your host, Elizabeth Schur, for Too Close to the Sun, Art Obsessions. Thanks for listening.